Konnichiwa. And howdy y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie and welcome to Sumo, Sumo Kaboom. Kaboom. Where we talk about all things Sumo. Yeah, and this week it's Bonzuke Week. Ooh. And we're also going to give you a rundown on the uh, newbie to the Makanouchi division. That's right. Koto Kuzan. Also Jasper. Ja- well, we'll get there. We'll get there all about his name and his background. But before we get to all of the news flash and all of the Kotokuzan business, let's talk about what we got going on for bingo. It's more bingo fun. It's more bingo fun. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Oh We're capping the bingo cards at 500 and every time we keep inching closer and closer to 500 cards. So if you're not on our email list to get first announcement of bingo cards you can get on it now or just wait until we release it and get your bingo card then we uh, are working with robert a big sumo fan to give away lots of really cool sumo trading cards this year yeah he did a and really cool stuff. youtube video with us and demonstrated like showed us all the cards and all of the possible cool things that you could get with uh, a winning bingo you might be able to get one of these trading cards you might get a you might get an autograph in there but honestly it's not about the things you win it's about playing the game that's, that's what right. it's really for it's there to get you to watch every day of the basho and root for people you wouldn't normally root for here's how you win a bingo though because we always have people who are like, how do you bingo? Yeah. And the biggest issue we have with bingos not being a legitimate bingo is that you cannot count a wrestler who is like Kujo from the beginning. Yeah. If someone doesn't show up from right. the beginning, they're dead in the water. Yeah. Sorry. You can't square. use their square. I'm right. really, really sorry. Right. But I don't, I feel like there's no one that's going into this tournament. Not that we know not of. That we know of so far. So far? <laughs> not that we know of. So far. We're having a hard time getting our mouths <laughs> We really are. Working today. <laughs> Monday morning. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. So uh, if your guy shows up, the great news is even if he only shows up for day one and then goes out with an injury, he's still Makikoshi. Right. Exactly. Which he can great. be out the rest of the tournament and then you can be playing your card as a makikoshi bingo okay card. but that brings us up to the second issue that we see often in bingo a bingo you have to get five of the same kind across up and down or diagonal right. it can't be like this guy has kachikoshi and this guy has makikoshi and here's five of them in a row that's not the way it works it's got to be five of the all same kachikoshi kind. Yes. or all makikoshi you decide and you cannot have a wrestler who has pulled out from the very beginning he's not wrestled a day that is a dead square yeah sorry sorry we gotta have some rules yeah and those are the rules those are the rules other and than that it's pretty much exactly how you played in elementary school yeah and <laughs> if you've got a sense of humor about your win you have a greater chance of us adoring you forever yeah. and somehow throwing you in a sticker and sending it to you or something. Yes. And also, just because my head explodes somewhere around day 11, 12, 13, 14, when I'm trying to keep up with these bingos, you got to send us an email. Yes, I can go find you tagging us on Twitter and elsewhere, but it is like hunting and pecking and it takes me like hours. Just send us an email the second you get your bingo and send a picture of the card and then we will notate it. So And then share it with the world. And then share it with the world. Yeah, it's but awesome. And send us an email. And if you're really nice, say uh-huh. something in there like, hey, Leslie, Laurie, I already sent you an email about this. 
<laughs> and then share it on Twitter. Literally, it's like a We're whole not complaining. Excel spreadsheet that I'm crying over for four hours trying to make sure I credit everyone's makikoshi or kachikoshi bingo so that you could all go into the hat if you perhaps do not get the very first kachikoshi, kachikoshi or the very first makikoshi. Oh, God, my brain. So anyway... It's getting get excited, though. Get, they'll, they'll come out by this Thursday. That's right. And if you do get a bingo, you get prizes. A, prizes. Now, that is a jar of jam for our Kachikoshi winner. That's a that's a no-brainer. They absolutely get that. I just made some orange. Uh, really delicious Meyer orange lemon marmalade. marmalade. Yeah, it's really, I've never really done a marmalade before, but I did this marmalade, and I do. It's been tasted by a bunch Everyone of different people. Everyone in the family, it's great. They like it. Yeah. So you're going to get orange marmalade, unless you want some of my other, you know, yes. standard issue yeah. jams of the past. We yeah. still have some apple pie jam. We have other yes. things. Yes. Or you could get some really cool sumo trading cards. Yes, from Big Sumo Fan. Robert at Big Sumo Fan helps us out with this every time, and we adore him for this. Yeah, he's got a YouTube video out talking about <laughs> speech. It's so hard. Speech it's so, so hard. hard. Oh my talking God. about these trading cards, they're way more exciting than we're making them sound. But then also. We have another listener who's like, I have this really cool Bonzuke from 2021. It was the last Bonzuke that Kakaru was on, and they donated it to our game. So we could also be sending you a Bonzuke from last year that had Kakaru on it, like just for getting a bingo. So we, we send out of... all sorts of prizes. People send us stuff. We pass it along. We might just send you a handwritten letter that says, we love you. We think you're funny. <laughs> or so original artwork. We haven't done original artwork yet. And we're pretty good artists, by the way. I That's mean, right. Laurie is. I'm not. No, we both are. We both are. So who knows what you might win if you play. It's not about the prizes. The prizes are fun. It's about watching Sumo, watching 15 Days of Sumo, and cheering on guys that you wouldn't normally cheer on. That's, That's right. really what it's about. We're just here to help you enjoy more sumo. That's right. Are you ready for a newsflash? Yep. All right. Well, for all of you local wrestlers, there is a tournament happening March 26th in San Antonio. It's the WINS tournament. Um, I think it's for women or women identifying wrestlers. The weigh-in starts at 9.30, 10 a.m. start time. For more information about this tournament, go to darkcirclesumo.com and look under the event section and you'll see all the information about this tournament there. And Texas wrestlers, you know there was that really great article in Texas Monthly. Yeah. So you know who's involved in the sport and how cool it is. So go out, go to this win thing, get involved. Yeah, There's so go much throw movement. people down to the ground. I know exactly. There's so much movement in Texas specifically for sumo, which I'm just loving. Yeah, I'm, I'm all down loving for it. this. So let's keep it. Let's keep it going. All right, my boyfriend, ex boyfriend, is having a second child with his wife, and I know this is awkward because he is my boyfriend. <laughs> But I, but I you're actually, celebrating this. I'm celebrating this. Okay. I did have to give up Takayasu as my boyfriend because he did get married and he already has one child with his wife. So I did have to give him up. I do have a new boyfriend. Okay. But Takayasu is having a second child. Isn't that nice? It is nice. Yeah. Charges were dropped for Shiba and Hida Naumi for their um, illegal gambling thing they did. They got in trouble for. And so they're off the hook despite, though, they've been punished. Both of them missed a tournament, but he had his pay 
docked 20% for two months. But that sent Shiba back to Makushida and all of that Plinko or whatever they did. <laughs> the Plinko, <laughs> all the bingo that they were playing on the side. <gasps> Their slots. Maybe they crazy? were playing sumo bingo. Maybe they were. Oh. Uh-oh. It's all our fault. And no, then, good for them. I'm glad they're still around. I am too. Yeah. Now, I know we mentioned it before. Anybody who's in sumo has now had COVID. But I am worried about Mitakeyumi and Shodai. Like Shodai seemed to really get hit with it pretty bad. He lost his taste and smell. Mitakeyumi lost like a 14 kilos, like something stupid. He lost a lot of weight. Both of these guys got a really late start with training and they're trying to get back up into fighting shape, but they had to delay all of their training. And so they're just kind of right now starting to or at least train with the Makushita wrestlers, which is not normally where they would be at this point pre-Basho. So I am a wee bit worried about those two, especially that Shodai's in Kataban. And this is Mitakeyumi's first Ozeki appearance. I was going to talk about this more in the Banzuke section, but we can go ahead and talk about it here. Actually, all three of our Ozekis this time had COVID. Yeah. Well, and the Yokozuna. Like, um, yeah, a lot of guys did. Takakesho seemed to be a little bit more mild. Right. And uh, Mitakeyumi had a harder time. And Shodai's had the most sort of recent bout with right, it. Right. In his latest interviews, he still has a really sore throat. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't have his really, voice back. Yeah, he said his energy's down. Yeah. He's really struggling with it. I mean, he wasn't hospitalized as far as I know, but let's hope they're fine. I mean, the rest of them seem to have COVID as well. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them did. I mean, it all happened at what was Goedo's uh, haircutting ceremony. Everybody got it? <laughs> Anybody well, who's anybody got it. All I can it. say is I'm just thankful i mean remember the early parts of covid when yeah. we were just so worried that it yeah. was a death sentence for I anyone know. to get this thing well and and all these guys shobushi yeah yeah so it and was these very guys real, have been vaccinated uh yeah it was terrifying in the beginning you know and mm-hmm. so for all these guys to have gone through it and they're okay or they appear to be okay i yeah. think that's a lot to be grateful for yes all right shall we jump into our main feature our main event. Those of you that are big sumo fans, I'm sure you've already listened to all of the coverage about the Bonzuke. If that's you, you've listened to hours of this already. That's all right. Skip ahead if you already heard this, okay? <laughs> But for anybody else out there who's perhaps new to sumo, the Banzuke is a big deal in the sumo world. And it is just the system of ranking of all the wrestlers. I will say it took me a while before I got into the Banzuke. I think you have to have watched sumo for quite a while. Mm -hmm. You got to know who all these guys are. You have to have some history. Right. Yeah. And And basically, it just is from the last tournament. They were like, how'd the guy do in the last tournament? And now we're going to move him up or down in the rankings for this next tournament. Yeah, basically. That's it. But really what it does for me now, it gives me an opportunity to kind of refresh my memory and go, okay, how did this guy end? Yeah, because I forget how, sometimes. Yeah, you totally forget. I mean, there's 40, 42 guys to keep track of. It's right. really easy to get it confused. Yeah. But when you look at the Banzuke, it's just your opportunity to go, oh, yeah, this guy did not do so well last time. So this is where he is this time. Okay. So think of this as a refresher. All right. At the very top of the Haru Basho, which is this tournament, the in spring March. tournament, yeah, 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 um, is Terunofuji, 
right? He's our lone Yokozuna. That's right. Really easy to to remember. He did very well in the last tournament. He went away with an 11-4 record. But I don't know if you remember, right at the end of the tournament, he had a big change in his sumo. And we thought he was perhaps injured. Right. He was like the last two, three days yeah. working on some sort of injured ankle or yeah. knee. Because he had like a that. couple of losses in a row. Yeah, right at the very end. Yeah. Um so I think everybody's will everybody will be watching him with a little bit of anxiety and wondering if he's back up in shape or not. Right. And as we said before, he got COVID and so how has he been doing? I also heard some scuttlebutt online that he might have had twins. Oh, well, if that's the case, then Then he's tired. <laughs> he's just tired. Yeah, he's as got hell. a lot. Yeah. Now that could totally be hearsay. It was one of those things where it was like somebody really Did in the I know. Miss the scuttlebutt. Well, somebody really in the know said it was online and then it was taken offline. Oh. And so we think he is. And it was one of those situations, right? Well, hearsay is very well, exciting. So COVID, I'm just going to share it with the world. Well, if he had COVID, that's very scary, too. So exactly. he would most likely not even be living at home. He would have immediately just. Well, he went to the hospital. He was oh, one of those right. that they hospitalized because yeah. of COVID, not necessarily because of the severity of it, but because they wanted to isolate him. Right. So a lot has been happening in his world. Right. And I almost wish he would show up for the day one and fight and then peace out for the rest of the tournament. Not only because he's earned the privilege. He's earned to. the privilege to do that. And his body needs to heal. Yeah. And he can absolutely do that as Yokozuna. <laughs> and he's been I, here for three tournaments since he became Yokozuna. Yeah. He's okay to take one off yeah. and let his body heal and come back even stronger next yeah. time. I don't know if he actually has those genes in him to do that. Right. He's he's a fighter. Right. To the extreme. So we'll see what happens with him. And we have talked a little bit about all of our Ozeki. We've got Shodai, Takakesho, and Mitakayumi. Mitakayumi, of course, won the last Basho. He went away with a big old trophy, and this is his first Basho as Ozeki. Everyone will be expecting big, big things from him. Yeah. And also, on top of all of the COVID stuff, he had post-Basho hullabaloo, you know, where you have to go out and greet people, all the parties, all of that stuff. And then on top of that, the haircutting ceremonies came back and then yeah. he had to show that. And then he was patient zero at that yeah. Yeah, yeah. event. Speaking of total <laughs> random thought, did you watch the coverage of him getting his Ozeki promotion when yeah. he accepted it? Did yeah. you notice that one really awkward television angle where they somehow had a camera underneath <laughs> his face as he was bowing? It's just and so not it was the... like, it wasn't the best angle. It was like somebody upside down. Somebody was like, let's try something new. <laughs> so, You're like, so, this is not the time to try something new. But yeah. let's let, you know what? Let's let Jerry, who's new, who's got a vision, <laughs> let's let him roll with these camera angles i remember i remember You're being like, in a yoga that is class. a lot of chin have you ever been in a yoga class where everybody's doing headstands like against the walls and you're looking at each other from across the room and you're looking at all your friends upside down and, and they're they look like hilarious they're yes. in there. yeah yes. they're like and you can't help but falling apart in laughter that's all i could think of when i saw that angle i was like that's maybe it's not. a very unkind <laughs> angle yeah. well maybe whoever that was <laughs> Got their wish, and then the powers of you were like, and that's the last time we'll do that camera angle. Oh, my God. And complete other random thought. If you haven't seen the Hakaho documentary that's on NHK, it's fabulous. I still haven't seen it. And you get to hear Hakaho speak in English a little bit. 
Okay, well, I'm going to watch that. I'm flying to New York City this week, and I'm going to watch that on the plane. It's it's really great. If I can. Yeah. If I can figure out how to do that. (laughs) All right. So, Mitake Yomi, brand new to the rank. Uh, Takakesho and Shodai are both Kataban. That means both of them have to get eight wins if they're going to hold on to their Ozeki status. Takakesho, of course, went out last Basho on day four with injuries. Right. So, we have not seen him in a while. We don't know how his body is holding up. If he is well, he's really hard to beat. So I think we're all just keeping our fingers crossed that he's going to show up yeah. in good physical shape. Yeah. We don't know anything about him. They haven't said. And uh, Shodai didn't do all that well. He went away last time with a 6-9 record. So he was there the entire Basho, but just he couldn't get his sumo working for him. There is some big pressure that comes along with that Ozeki rank. You're expected to pull in so many wins. And if you can't, man, the press just hounds you. Yeah. And the pressure of that must be so intense. Yeah. If you're not ready for it, it would be a challenge. So that's what Shodai seems to be dealing with at Sekewake rank. This is really exciting. It We've is. got Wakataka Kage. Sekewake Wakataka Kage is just fun to say in Seke and of wake itself. Wakataka Kage. Isn't that great? It is. He's on the east. That is his career high. Yep. And Abi is on the west. And Abi took a huge, huge jump from Maegashira 6 last time up to Sekewake because he had a 12-3 record yeah. and that popped him all the way up to Sekewake. I was still surprised he went to Sekewake. Yeah, this I, is not his debut in Sanyaku because no, I believe been here he's before. been here like in 2019. Yeah, but, but I was feels so right. glad to see him back this time around. There. Yeah, yeah. It seems very fitting for him, a good position for him. Wakataka Kage's advancement is exciting because he has now advanced higher than his father mm-hmm. ever did. And he still seems to be injury free. He's a smaller guy, yeah. all muscle. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see how he does up here. He's one of the one of the smaller guys up here in Sanyaku. Yeah. So I really hope he does well. I do too. Um Abi Sumo has looked completely different since he's been back from his break. He's just been soaring up to these high ranks. And he's approaching the belt more these days. Something about the, how he's going for people's necks it makes it uh, harder for people to defend. Well, somehow. he's got long arms yeah. like Tedana Fuji does. He really yeah. has a long, long reach. Yeah. Okay. The Komasubi rank. We have meat grinder position. We've got Takanosho on the east side. He fell from Sekiwaki position last time. He, w- I think he had a seven eight. Yeah, he had a seven eight record at Sekiwaki. And usually, if you have a seven eight record, that means you go down one slot. Okay, so everyone sort of knew he was going to go down to a Komasubi rank. He'll be fine there. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. Hoshoryu is our newbie on the West. And Hoshoryu, we talked about this last week. This is his debut up here. It's a big, big old jump that he took from Maegashira 6. Both he and Abi were at Maegashira 6 last time and took these big jumps. Abi jumped a little bit higher than Hoshoryu, which is kind of interesting. But um, Hoshoryu was at Maegashira 6 and got an 11-4 last time. So I guess it makes sense that he jumped up to Komasumi rather than Abi was in the mix for the Yusha win. Yes. The playoffs. So, yes, you're right. And why? Yeah. And Hoshoryu is the other, although he's getting bigger by the Basho, he's right on the cusp of being considered a smaller guy. 
yeah, as opposed he's like to five eleven. But when you do, like when I was doing all that research last week on Asa Shoryu and Hoshoryu, yeah. you know, Asa Shoryu is like, get big. You know, they're similar in height. And yeah. then you put him next to Hoshoryu, you're like, geez. He's getting there. Louise. Yes. Yeah. But Asa Shoryu's traps, I mean, oh. his upper body was nuts in his... He's big. He was so muscular and huge and i just forget like he was so massive in muscles yeah and that's what made him so incredibly strong by the way we had a a lister we had patricia sent us a note and she said did you hear the story about asashoryu and his oyakata when asashoryu got married and he received all these monetary payments and envelopes his oyakata said i get half of that and asashoryu was like heck no you do not and there was a huge <laughs> huge wedding. fight yeah and the cops were called and the whole thing <laughs> i had n- i didn't find myself with that story did you find that story no i didn't but oh, it doesn't surprise me Ooh, does not surprise me either. Okay, so that takes us to uh, Maegashira 1. We've got Daesho on the east side who fell out of Sanyaku into this Maegashira 1 rank. And on the west side, we've got another person with his career high that everybody's excited about. Ura, who did really well last time at Maegashira 2, got an 8-7 record there. So he just popped up one rank to Maegashira 1. How much did he jump from last time, Ura? Who, Ura? Ura. Ura went from Maegashira 2 to Maegashira oh, 1. Yeah. And Daesha went from Komosubi down, yeah. down to Just Maegashira Just minute one. changes. It's not like it's going to change who they're fighting. They're going to fight the same people. Yeah. Yeah. The, what do they call it? The Joy? Uh-huh. J-O-I. That's anybody who's going to face a Yokozuna. Anybody in those upper ranks. All right. Maegashira 2. We've got Ichinojo. He was Maegashira 2 last time. He just sort of scoots from west to east. And we've got Tamawashi at Maegashira 2. Hmm. And he came up from Maegashira 3. So yeah. not not anything big. So from this point on, I might skip a few. A lot of people just kind of went up or down one. But there's some oddities that we're going to run into here or some things worth mentioning. At Maegashira 3, we've got Meisei. And Meisei, last Basho, I don't know if you remember, but he was at Komosubi last time. Mm-hmm. And he walked away with a 5'10 yeah. record. So he had a bit of a fall here. He had yeah. some trouble in that Komosubi rank. And most of them do. Yeah. At Maegashira 5, on the east side, we have Takara Fuji. He seems like he belongs in this rank and always seems to be like the middleman yep. somewhere in here. But on the west side, we've got somebody else at their career high, and that is Ishiura, who jumped up. Wow. Huge jump from Maegashira 12 when he got an 11-4 record last time. So he had a great basho last time. Right. And was rewarded and popped up to Maegashira 5. Hmm. I think that's great. But I, if you're fighting at Maegashira 12, I feel like you could have a better record <laughs> because you're fighting other Maegashira 12, 13, 14, 10, 11s. So I don't know. I feel like he might struggle just size-wise. Trust me, I love Ishiura. But yeah, once he gets up closer to the big boys, it's a shift in technique for him. Like he has to totally bring his a game so it might be harder for him but i'm happy he's there he was throwing some beautiful belt throws yeah last time i don't know if you remember them yeah but, but it think- wasn't so long ago he was pushed back down to jurio so maybe yep. it's just that he's he's struggled enough in that bouncing back and forth and maybe this time around he's like maybe i'm confident being able to fight the these big 
big guys at the top of the rankings now. Yeah, or maybe he's not injured right now, and he was. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, I mean, injury has a lot to play. Mm -hmm. It plays plays a big factor Mm -hmm. in all these rankings, for sure. Something to note about Maegashira 6, Kota Nawaka has made it up to Maegashira 6 after a big jump from Maegashira 14. He was another big player in the last Basho, I don't know if you remember, but he walked away with an 11-4 record. At Maegashira 7, we've got Takeyasu, who retains his place from last Basho, because he was out with COVID. That's right. Last Basho, and I had forgotten that. He's had some time off to heal that back of his, I hope. Yeah, and and get baby number two on the way. That's right. Maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe so. (laughs) Although I think that baby would have been on the way beforehand. True. Yeah. Hopefully taking good care of his wife. That's right. And and his other little one. one. Yeah, but he should be back at Maegashira 7 after a nice little break. And he shares the Maegashira 7 rank with Okinoumi, who finished the last Basho with a pretty low record, 4-11. Well, he looked hurt. He did. He seemed to be injured. And what I find is really interesting is with a record like 4-11, and 11, you would think there would be a big fall. But there wasn't. There was just a three-slot fall, which I think is fascinating. We've sort of alluded to this before. It's like if someone doesn't do well at these higher ranks, they don't fall as far mm-hmm. as someone in the lower part of the Banzuke, if they do really poorly, they fall a long way. So mm-hmm. either the people who make these Banzukes, either they reward guys who've been around for a while, or they reward if you're higher in the Banzuke and you struggle. Well, you're, yeah, you're fighting the best of the best up there. Exactly. So maybe that's why they don't, you know, yank you down quite as far is because like, well, they're at their best fighting the absolute best. Yeah. Whereas further down, they aren't in Sanyaku. They aren't the toughest opponents. Yeah. I'm going to skip down to Maegashira 9, mm-hmm. where we have Wakamoto Haru. Yeah. And remember, last time was his very first Basho. Mm-hmm. Very first Basho in the Makanouchi division. He did really well. He got a, let me look it up, let me look it up, 9-6 at Maegashira 15 in his debut performance. And so he was rewarded for that and finds himself at Maegashira 9. Nine, yeah. Super exciting for those Waka brothers. And then we get to our first real question. This is a head scratcher for me. Maegashira 10. We've got Shimano Umi on one side. Makes sense. Aoyama. On the west side. Now, he he's up from Maegashira 16. So he went from Maegashira 16 to Maegashira 10, but he only had an 8-7 record. Well, but he hasn't been that far down in a long time. So he did get the Kachikoshi, which is good. He did. So but maybe normally that... they only go up or down one slot. Yeah. And I cannot figure out why they bumped him from 16 to 10. Yeah. This is the some of the mysteries of the Banzuke that I just don't get. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of flexibility, you know. So maybe they're just kicking him back up to be like, we know you can hang mid-ranks. <laughs> I prefer to think he made something like brownies for yeah. the JSA committee. Yeah, and he maybe. was like, consider yeah. me, please. Yeah, he could have made brownies. He could have made room spray. He could have done all kinds of things. Like washed people's cars. Yeah, and earned his and way earned back his to mid Maegashira. Yep. And then here's another head scratcher. Maegashira 11, we have Miyogiryu, who went out last time. He was with clearly an injury. injured, and yeah. he never gets injured. No, he had he ended the last Basho with a 5-8-2 record. So that means he was out 
for a couple days and uh, still had the majority of losses. And where was he last time? Yogiryu was at Maegashira 10. So I would have thought that he would have fallen further. And he didn't. He only went to 11, Mm -hmm. even when he was out for a couple days. So that's another head scratcher for me I don't get. But that's all right. Uh, I'm going to skip down to Koto Echo at Maegashira 12, who gets a big jump up from Maegashira 17. And he had an 8-7-3 record. So he got that Kachikoshi from Maegashira 17, and he got a huge, huge pop-up. Another head scratcher. Don't know why. He was out three of those, and yeah. then he still managed to win eight as yeah. injured. So maybe they were like, you deserve a nice promotion, Maybe. Kid. Maybe. Maybe he... Maybe None, he all of these guys have been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. These are our typical rank and filers, and they don't belong at the bottom of the Bonsuke. They belong mid-range. And then some of those Jurio guys, those are the guys that are bumping up that deserve to be at the bottom of the of those Maegashira rankings. So I imagine there's kind of evening a lot of that out. Yeah. Who knows? It is... One of the mysteries of the Banzuke I do and not we'll get. we'll never know. We'll never know. Kota Shoho is back after winning the Jurio Championship last Basho. He has spent the last five tournaments in Jurio, mm-hmm. but he is back now. Mr. Beautiful is back at Maegashira 14. So I'm really excited to see how his sumo has changed and to see how his time in Jurio will benefit him up here. So that's a really exciting guy to look forward to. Tochin Ocean didn't move at all. Last time he was at Maegashira 15. This time he's still at Maegashira 15, even though he got a 7-8 record. Don't understand that either. Huh. Who knows? Who knows? But he's probably like, whew, thank God. Maybe they just like him. Maybe. Maybe it's just as simple as that. Maybe they don't want to let go of their former Ozekis. Yeah. All right. Anyway, in our uh, some of the lowest ranks of the Makanuchi division, we've got Nishkiki, who is back at Maegashira 16, back from Jurio 2. So it's exciting to see his face again. Yes. Um, we've got Kagiyaki, who is back from Jurio 1. He's at Maegashira 17. We've got Ichi Yamamoto holding on for dear life yeah. here at Maegashira 17 yeah. um, after his Makikoshi record last time. But I sort of skipped around. We've got a new face in here at Maegashira 16 that I know you want to talk about. So That's let's go right. Well, everyone, I am here to tell you about Koto Kuzan. He is hanging tight Maegashira 16 on the west or east side. He is on the West. Oh, West Side. Okay. Well, I kind of liked reading a little bit up about this guy because uh, I was like, oh, cool. New new face. Mm-hmm. New interesting things. He was born in the Philippines. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. March 11th, 1994, which makes him, he's currently 27 years old. This is his given name. Jasper. I love it. Jasper Kenneth Arboladora Tarai. Now it, that one we can that one we can pronounce. It's like Chad Rowan. We can do yeah, those we can kinds do that. of names. Yeah, but I like Jasper. J.K. Jasper Kenneth Jaskan Jaskan <laughs> Kenneth Jasper Kenneth. Okay. I mean, what a great name. Yes. Um, anyway, he's half Japanese and half Filipino. So his dad was Japanese, but his mom was Filipino. But he was raised in the Philippines up to about 11. Now his mom had gone over, I think, to work. His Filipino mom had gone to work in Japan. And so he was, for the most part, raised by his grandmother back in the Philippines. So he grew up with a lot of Filipino culture. He speaks fluent Tagalog. He speaks, uh, you know, uh, dumb, that- dumb question. Is that 
the language of the Philippines. Philippines, Yes. And I probably just mispronounced it. I did date someone who was Filipino. So I think that's, it's not not Tagalog, but Tagalog, T-A-G-A-L-O-G. You've seen it before. Yes, I I actually thought it was Tagalog. Tagalog. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to somebody from the Philippines is like, it actually is Tagalog. Uh But I see it as like a, a, isn't it a Tagalog is a Girl Scout cookie? Yes, it is. So that's why I think our brains naturally just go to, you know, that Filipino language that's like the The Girl Girl Scout Scout cookie, cookie, the Tagalong. It's not. Um, But anyway, so his real father, who was Japanese, he never met. And so his mother... He never met. He never met. And so his mother, single lady, working to put food on the table, was in another country. I mean, I I think it's really interesting. I don't know. I didn't dig that deep. But this happens to a lot of people. Their parents got to pay the bills. And another country, you might be able to work as a migrant worker and make more money and send it back home. Mm-hmm. And it kind of seems like that's what that's what happened. Mm. And so his mother met a Japanese man and remarried in Japan. And then at 11, they brought him over to live in Japan, 11 or 12. Okay. So he did not speak Japanese. He had a really hard time reading kanji, but they plopped him down in a school. And they were like, here's your life in Japan. Right. And so what happened was his stepfather, who eventually adopted him, um, they could see he was struggling in school. Even when he was back in the Philippines, he used to watch sumo on TV. So he always, from a very early age, was into sumo wrestling. So his parents then said, well, let's do some school here until you can join maybe a stable. And then maybe the school stuff will not be as difficult for you. And we can put you in a stable at 15 and get you going and have a career because you're behind when it comes to schooling and education in Japanese, you know, learning. Mm -hmm. He just had a hard time catching up. So that's kind of what they did. They were worried about him getting into a good high school, a lot of things like that. So it actually, it made sense. They were like, let's let him join Sumo at 15. Once he gets his Japanese citizenship, which he did, I think before he was 15, hopefully that'll be a path to success for him, you know? Hmm. And so he signed up at the, like his dad, I think, sent out a bunch of letters and the Arashio stable was like, yep, we'll take him. (laughs) And so he actually currently wrestles alongside Wakataka Kage and I believe Wakamoto Haru. Aren't they in the same stable at Maegashira 9? The interesting thing about him, he's 27, as I mentioned before. He debuted in September 2009, so he's been around for a really long time, mm. and it took him a long time to get finally up to Jurio. Like, he languished in Sandame and Jonidan and Makushida. But once he finally got up to Jurio in July 2021, so not even a year ago, oh, he had he went quickly through Jurio. He did very well. And now, like, less than a year later, he arrives in Makauchi. Mm. So... That's kind of impressive. It seems like it took him a really, really long time yeah. to get up to the paying ranks. But yeah. once he did, he was like, I got a handle on this. I'm I'm okay. And he's done really well. And he also said earlier on in his career, his Makushita career, he, he tried to model himself on a couple of different wrestlers, mm-hmm. Koto Yuki being one of them, because it's been said they have similar body types. Oh. And so... He sought out his guidance and it helped him. And he credits that, studying Koto Yuki's style that gave him the bump up 
<laughs> the bump. The bump up, yeah. <laughs> and also, it, it, it helped him kind of carve his path through Makushida and on up. He also credits Mitaka Yumi for some of this guidance as of late as he approached Jurio as well. But yeah, so he, about his um, recent promotion to Makauchi, he said, I'm honestly... Very happy. This comes from Nikon Sports. I didn't think I would get up there so quickly. He also said, it's really fun. I, I think I can get stronger because I actually really enjoy the practice, the lessons. And so I'm doing it with the guidance of his master. And um, he wants to chase Wakatakakage to the top. So mm-hmm. he's inspired by his stablemates and he's he's close in age to him. So they ha- they must have a good kinship. And they're all helping each other. So he's a pusher thruster. What does he look like? He is... I mean, is he a, like a big round guy or is he tall, thin? Hello? Oh, hi, Hugo. How'd you do that? <laughs> okay. Stay in here just for a second. All right. We have a little visitor. It's my it's my 15-year-old pug. Um, okay. So Kotokuzan is 5'11 and he's 353 pounds. So he's probably the same size as Mitakiyumi. Wow. Okay. Right? He's 27. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Hugo. Did you say hello enough? So, yeah, he seems excited. He, um, is, he'll be bringing his best pushing, thrusting game to the tournament. He, he wins most of his bouts by Oshidashi. And also, he likes fishing and Filipino food. And get this, before every tournament, his mother stops by the stable and drops off special Filipino food for him and all of his stable mates. And he says that his mother's food has her, like she has like a, like a stew, a Filipino stew. And he like swears to God, it's what gives him the power to do really well in these tournaments. So I love the idea that like, I don't know, she's dropping off like lumpia and all these other amazing Filipino foods and just be like, have, have this, let it fuel you all into this tournament. So come on boys, do your best on mom's cooking. That's right. Yeah. So amazing. Uh, a lot of the information came from wrestlingfandom.com. So there was a good amount of information there too, but he's new. So I think as the, you know, the more we see him, the more we'll learn about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's going to be fun to watch a new new guy up there. Awesome. I guess that is all for this week of Sumo Kaboom. Yeah, y'all get your bingo cards. Get your bingo cards and uh, stay tuned for that. They'll be released a little bit later this week. And until then, I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. Signing off. See y'all later. Sayonara. Bye. Bye. Bye.